Hello, this is Aaron. Welcome to Empower the Imagination. Today, we are going to be talking about finding the flow. Flow is a mysterious thing. We all seem to be looking for it, because once we find it, you know, things flow really good. The words flow, the energies flow. In business, oftentimes the money's flow. And so finding this elusive creature, the flow, can sometimes seem like a daunting task. Even though there are some little tricks that really make it flow much easier. It's almost as if the harder you try to find it, the more elusive it becomes. Before we go any further, I just want to... uh, kind of lay out a quick kind of idea, definition of what flow is. What is flow? And uh, like I was saying, flow is that state of consciousness where everything just seems to be hitting on all cylinders. The timing, any physical assets or resources just seem to fall into place. The right people seem to show up. The right phone call at the right time seems to happen. And so it's it's a great feeling when this flow happens. I mean, you know it. You feel it. Um, And you also know it when it's not syncing up. When it's not lining up. It's not balancing with the energy. With your energy. With your subconscious mind. And so it may seem counterintuitive to say you need to let go of any preconceived notions before you can really tap into the flow. Um, One of the things that will happen, at least it happens to me and many of the other people I know, when they're in that state of flow is... um, Timing. The timing of things happen almost immaculately. Now, right here is a good time to realize that also when things don't line up, it can also be a great form of timing to let you know it's not the right time or that you're not on the right path. But when it comes down to it, what we really want to do is align our energies, align our consciousness, our emotions with the universal source energy. You can call it etheric, prana, hara, chi, qigong energy. And this is the life force of consciousness. And uh, there are some things, you know, you can tap into. you got to remember. Energy doesn't care what it becomes. The energy, the etheric power <clears throat> that we want to draw from, we want that abundance to flow from, we also want to control that flow um, to the most positive benefit. Of ourself. 
So we must always be aware that if we're not consciously tending to this flow, if you will, consciously participating in this flow, it can take over and lead you in directions that you maybe are not desiring. And sometimes um, when we start talking about this topic, pulling energy from the source, getting a flow of energy from the source, <laughs> we maybe are talking in reality, quantum physics on a scientific level. So for me, the easiest way to, to find that state of flow is to observe, is to observe myself internally. What am I, what am I picking up? What am I vibing with, if you will? What energies are resonating with me, with my emotions, with the true core essence of my spirit? Because once you tap into your true essence, your true spiritual desire, your true subconscious being, the energy that creates all things, the source, will rapidly begin to flow into your life. And this can be a startling and at times scary situation. Because once you tap into <coughs> the everything, if you will, there's quite a bit of power and flexibility and wielding this power or at least riding upon this power takes a little bit of practice. Sure. There's some people that can just jump in head first, neck deep <coughs> and seem to flow with the essence, the core of the universe. And at times, I believe all of us have felt this flow. So part of the observation is recognizing, is being aware when <coughs> things aren't flowing. <coughs> like tonight, Jeremy didn't feel up to having the conversation. I did. I figured it'd be a good practice for me to get some monologue and share with you some of the discoveries I've found through my experiences over the last few weeks, as far as being in an open place where not only can I allow this flow to come through, but I can observe how things are becoming manifest through my thoughts and my intention. By aligning closely with my subconscious and my spirit. So this, this can be a tricky process because Taking the time for introspection isn't always easy in today's modern hustle and bustle. But it's really easy to add 10 minutes on your schedule to introspect what is, what is truly making you happy. What are some of the things that are on your mind that seem to be manifesting out of control. 
And it, it seems like a lot of times we talk about how to manifest, but I, I want to dig a little bit deeper on preventing manifestation, on, on holding back the flow, if you will, at times, or at least being aware that sometimes this energy flows in ways that are uncontrolled and unpredictable. And like mo most things we talk about in quantum thought, empowered imagination, there is a kind of ebb and flow of the universe. There is uh, ups and downs of the vibrational force. So being able to recognize when your troughs come is just as important, if not more important, than being able to recognize when your peaks come. <laughs> because oftentimes it is in the troughs of these energy flows, these low flow moments, that you're able to observe and recognize some of the obstructions, some of the subconscious patterns, some of the reoccurring thoughts that are becoming manifests because you're thinking about them because you're focusing your thought and your energy on them now here's a here's a little fact a little factoid that has been very powerful for me in this transformation this transfiguration of these troughs into positives is being aware and recognizing that these subconscious thought patterns are actually creating these blockades and that I can choose to create new patterns. And it can be as simple as when that thought occurs that's been pestering you and nagging you To consciously transform it. Once you observe it, you can transform it. One of the thoughts I've had is maybe some of these talks aren't beneficial. And I've had to tell myself that, you know, even if it's just one person that it benefits, this is only a live stream. This is recorded on the internet for prosperity for years to come. It might get shared out years from now when I'm not even paying attention to my live stream accounts. And so when that little nagging thought occurs, I give myself some positive reinforcement during those troughs. I recognize, Hey, this is a lull. This is a low. Let me gather myself. Let me observe and learn every lesson I can for the peak is coming. The wave must continue. The high points and low points will continue to pass. So recognizing that, accepting that fact that, hey, 
<laughs> my biorhythmic star charts are low or my energy systems are low that will afford you the ability to start making the transformation start making the conscious transformation stepping into the flow <laughs> identifying and transforming those blockages into patterns of a direction using them as a dam to build up energy and release it when you're ready <clears throat> one of the things that people often do subconsciously is to give reasons why these things happen this also gives us an opportunity to consciously reprogram ourselves to step into the flow and discover reasons that the flow can work in our favor. Oftentimes it's a lesson, a growth cycle. The fact of the matter is none of us can escape the flow. Consider the waves of an ocean. The surfer paddles out. He has to observe the peaks and the troughs so that he can dive under the wave if the wave is crashing or he can paddle over the wave if the wave is cresting. And he observes. He observes the waves coming in from the high topic mark and um, chooses his wave waits for the flow of that crest to peak at his current location he positions himself consciously through observation of the flow of the wave and yes granted not every wave is going to be the perfect wave so it might be a lull, a low point in the waves. And so you, you realize that, you observe and you realize, you consciously recognize the waves will come. I'll position myself when the waves come and I will catch that wave and I will catch that wave and I will ride with the flow. Um, it looks like I got, I did get a notification from Jeremy. So I'm going to stop this recording, this segment and see if we can get Jeremy on for um, the remainder of the hour. Thanks again for joining Empower the Imagination. This is Aaron Riggs, about to take a little break. Here's a word from our sponsor. Wow, what a ride. Yeah, that's uh, this section two. We're going to be talking a little bit more about finding the flow. And... Um, we left off, I was talking about the ocean waves and riding a wave. And obviously when a surfer catches the wave, he rides that wave into shore. Again, relying on observation and intention, aligning his surfboard and his paddling with his spirit and his will to catch another wave. He's quite aware that riding that wave into shore is going to put him at the 
trough of the wavelength, the trough, the trough of the vibration, the low. He's not going to be in position to be catching any other waves until he directs his intention and his efforts to putting himself in position for the next wave. Now, I kind of look at flow like this. Um, that not necessarily being in position, but once you're riding the wave of flow from the source energy, to be aware of the waves, the vibrations, the frequencies, so that you can basically go from wave to wave, never really experiencing a lull, if you will. Um, in a sense, there's still always polarity, but being aware of this polarity and observing the polarity in action, you're able to recognize when the situation is on the ebb of the wavelengths on the low end, it's time to position yourself for the peak of the wavelength. So at, at that point where you're consciously aware that there is a trough in the wave, you can still be in the flow because in essence you're creating your own wave energy from your thought and intention. You're transfiguring the universal waves, the universal flow of energy to your will. So that's that's a that's a great. Um, I think that that's a very good way to understand riding in the flow. Is the surfer, but when we get into applications, not everybody is a surfer. But we still want to apply this knowledge, this information, this understanding to different parts of our life, right? You want to ride the wave of passion in your business, in your relationships. You want to experience that immaculate timing when you're pushing your board forward with paddling and when you bounce up to your feet and start letting the momentum of the wave carry you forward. And I'm not saying that everyone's going to go out and ride the 20-foot monster wave. This all comes with the territory. You need to ride a small wave. This is a surfer needs to learn on a smaller wave. Riding the force of flow in the universal consciousness requires a bit of practice to get up to the larger manifestations which is why it's very important to observe the flow, even the smallest redirection and transfiguration of, of a low energy to a high energy reinforces the bigger power that you actually are. So by recognizing small achievements, you will build to bigger ones. 
Now let's take that idea, that thought, into the world of business. Into the world of business and marketing, specifically sales. Because the, the customer ordering product or service, that's what drives business. And regardless of which industry you're in, whether you're selling ice cubes or gasoline, industries have cycles. They have high times where more production and more sales are happening. And they have low times of year. Consider a department store during the holiday rush. Consider the gas pump during summer travel. So in business, we're going to be doing the same thing by observing and recognizing the ebbs and flows of business. This will help us to tune the frequency of business to align with the universal powers that be. Whether it's the ebb and flow of the buying cycle of consumers, whether it's cost fluctuations for the raw materials to move your business forward. The more you can become aware of these, these vibrations, these ebbs and flows, these wavelengths patterns, the more you'll be able to direct the waves, direct the flow. If you know it's a slow time of year for a particular industry, it might be a good time to try some advertising or marketing ideas that you wouldn't want to roll out during the prime time. So by using your mind to envision business, it's much like the surfer envisioning that set wave to get the perfect ride on the biggest wave. In business, you want to align yourself in the same way. And you want to recognize the low points so that you'll be able to gather your energies and direct your energies to take advantage of the flow that is in every industry. So the flow in sales, that's, that's a great part of business. That's one part of business to consider. Um, but also we're going we're gonna to bring this over into the factory floor with the employees and possibly production line flow. Mental energy can be compared to an assembly line in the way that an assembly line creates a product at the end and has multiple steps. When everything's running smooth, things are manufactured. Okay, in the mind, when everything's running smooth, aligning with the rhythms of the production, ideas easily become manifest. 
it's when a small part of the assembly line is malfunctioning. It stops the whole production. It stops the flow of producing the product. And that's all well enough because you have proficient employees that are empowered enough to recognize and make adjustments on the assembly line. And now this is where I want to focus because this is where this empowered imagination can most benefit a business with a production line situation. It's through the individual employee, the person, that person that can identify the problem on the assembly line. Now the problem is, where is the person to identify the glitch in your assembly line of thought and imagination? Who is there to observe when the widget threader is not threading the widgets correctly? So in your mind, this, this blockage is preventing ideas from becoming manifest. It's all fine and dandy. I have this great idea to create this great project. But when it comes down to the wheels hitting the roadway, for whatever reason, oftentimes people are faced with a problem in this thought production line. And the only person that can identify these problems is yourself. This is why introspection is so important. Taking the time to ask yourself the questions and discover the answers from within will help the individual identify those points in their thought process which are causing a blockage to the flow. So for instance, I'm working with a client who has an idea for a business, but every time they go to manifest this business, they run across the issue of creating a website. And they're having just an incredible amount of trouble discovering or putting down or laying out their idea so that the customer ultimately can get informed and make a decision. But something in their thought process is blocking them. Every time they get to the computer, whether it's frustrations with technologies, indecisions about word choice on the sales page, or deciding on the format or platform to offer their product on. And so with this particular client, we had a session and we discussed some of the mechanical parts of the actual business, the actual product. 
and started breaking down some key terms and key words that are trigger points for the prospective clients. And so we discovered that what was blocking their flow of ideas was the perspective that they were holding. They were holding the perspective of the individual, the business offering, making the offer. And basically, after that discovery, we started looking at the potential client. We started considering the problems that they're facing and the solutions that the offer had. So by identifying the blockage, we were able to redirect the energy of frustration, of not being able to come up with the right words into a a mind-opening experience to where we started looking at it from the potential client's perspective. And why would we be wanting this particular service, which allowed this particular client to make some choices as far as keyword for their search engine optimization and their marketing that aligned much better not only with the potential client, but allowed my client building the business more flow. They were able to recognize that energy in a different vibrational form from the buyer's perspective rather than the business owner's perspective. Trying to explain what the product is, they realized that the prospective client wants solutions to specific problems and doesn't really want to or need to understand how that happens. They need to understand that the solutions are available through this product. So the offer, rather than trying to explain how the product facilitates the change, we were able to focus on what the changes the client, the end client of the product would most hope to receive, the most desired outcome. They don't care how they got there. They just want to, they just need to know that they're going to get there. And so that changed the whole dynamic of the sales letter, the marketing pages, the home pages and allowed my client to find that business flow that we're always, you know, trying to hit upon. Um, I'm trying, I'm going to try and stick to the 15 minute format on the monologues. That way we can get some really good focused content without getting it, without getting too many topics piled onto each other. Also, I think a monologue, uh, about 15 minutes is tops. So I'm going to end this segment of Empower the Imagination, Finding the Flow, and uh, 
just want you to remember that if you're not consciously aware of the flow, the flow will take you places you may not want to go. So it's about being mindful, being aware that the flow is happening and taking that conscious effort to direct that flow by observing how this flow is flowing. Seeing where the waves are, seeing where the rocks are, where's the reef, where's the wave get really big. Can you see the set waves coming? Can you analyze and observe your business model, the ebbs and flows of business, the week flow, the daily flow, the employee flow? Because this this empowerment that empower the imagination brings to you every week when applied to a broader scope of the world at large. I'm just saying, you'd be able to do quite amazing things. So this is this week's episode, segment two, Empower the Imagination, Finding the Flow. Hope you have a good evening.